Tonight, we discuss the new nominations from our new HOH, Xavier. Will Brittany cry a river or will Brent be shown the exit door? We also discuss the wildcard comp and veto. Will the house's plan to get out Brent work and will we be dealt a royal flush? And we discuss the new HOH comp and the new nominations. But first, please welcome your hosts, Adam and Fatty. Well, hello everyone and welcome to But First... I am could indeed you Adam. Camera, could you just keep your camera off, please? How dare you? Uh, I'm also y'all, I, y'all. He plays this y'all. He plays this little game <laughs> at the beginning, where he turns his camera off when the music starts, so that we have to guess if he pre-recorded the opening tonight, or if he's doing it live. I think he pre-recorded it. He's he's the only one that enjoys this little game. Okay. Uh well or maybe, you know, I just turn it off so you guys can't see me screw it up if I screw it up. Oh, we'll hear it. Yeah, you, you never know. Well, but you you don't see the the ashamed look on my face. Oh, oh. honey, we'll see that ashamed look many times during this podcast. So uh anyway, welcome Fatty. Um so was it a pre record or uh or a lot. Oh, it's obviously pre-recorded. Oh, obviously, obviously. How can you tell? Because you speed it up. No, I did. You know what? I didn't speed it up. That was a. That was a. Okay, you're right. It was a pre-record, but I read it. I did not speed it up. I read it that fast. Anyway, uh, we're joined this evening uh, by. Wait a how many? How many attempts did it take you to do, get that one? Uh, that was the third attempt. Uh-huh. Okay, there yeah. you go. Um, we're joined this evening by Archer. Hello, Archer. Hello, Adam and Big Fatty. How are you guys doing? I'm fantastic. Wonderful. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We've got breaking news. Do we have a we have a bumper for that? No, we don't. Okay. Uh Archer is not wearing plaid. No, I'm not. He's he's wearing uh vegetation or No, it's Paisley. Oh, excuse me. I thought you were looking aren't, a little paisley. Aren't paisley and plaid in the same family, though? I mean, it's very, it's very similar. I'm, I'm saying from a style perspective. You know, someone who wears plaid is probably also going to wear paisley. Are it's you a, also wearing I patchouli? Think, I th- patchouli? Ew, I is that like what you're no. uh, Speaking of patchouli, we're also joined by Moose P. Hello, Moose. <laughs> oh, I never use patchouli. <laughs> <laughs> Although I is do have that- Patchouli candle here. Is that patchouli G- uh, Chan Moonves? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Do you guys get the opinion that Chris from Tennessee, uh, from New Jersey, wherever he's from, uh, just joins us in the first episode of the season, the first couple episodes of the season, so he can pick a team and then doesn't really show up until time to win the competition at the end? Could not be bothered. I think, you know, I think we should have a rule that if you don't make it a certain percentage of the episodes, that your well, your team is forfeit. We ex- we expect the rules to change new several rules, times. New during. rules, yeah, yeah. Um, by, by the way, why, by the way, um, uh, 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 Faye yes. is celebrating his husband's uh, birthday today, and he sent me a little. Uh, <clears throat> he sent me a little message saying he will not be able to make the recording. Um, wait a minute, that's that's not all. 
we'll be eating cake. And then, I don't know, I had something vulgar to say. And he said, What did oh, I do after he, cake? And, and he ate my cake this morning also. Oh, okay. All right. Well, speaking of eating cake, we're also joined oh! by Sam in the Hinterlands. Hello, Sam. Hello, everybody. How are you? I'm doing okay. And you Good. all? Great. Sam, you've been you've been a, a, a busy, busy beaver uh, this week because we've got four episodes to catch up on because we did well, our Pride 48. True. Our Pride 48 show prior to last Sunday's or two Sundays ago. Um, a week before no, yesterday. Yes, that's what that's that's we're doing episodes eight, nine, ten, and eleven. Oh, okay. Yeah. So let's, well, let's uh, get going. Yeah, let's go. Let's right. Those are the ones I watched. Okay. The we will pick up with episode eight, which was Sunday, not last, not yesterday, but a week ago, where we have a quick recap to say that the kings and queens have formed a new alliance that is all of them plus Derek X from the Aces, and that's the Royal Flush. And the big thing is everybody wants Brent out of the house. Lots and lots of camera shots on Brent uh, and why, why Brenton, wh- why Hannah wants him out, why Alyssa wants him out, why Whitney wants him out. Uh, and then Xavier, who is our head of household, says that his options are Brent, Whitney, and Brittany, basically because that's who he's not allied with in some way. Right. And do we have any comments at this point in the gameplay? Well, I don't know if this is a good spot to say it, but um, Brent uh, seems to be the only one who believes in his strategy to stay in the house. What, what was his strategy? He, well, he just just that he is he is a strategy that that he is the, the great player. He's got great, you know, uh, social. He's players. got the numbers. Yeah, he's got, you know, uh, he's got the numbers. Yeah, it's I got inter- the numbers. It's interesting. But he's the to, only one that thinks that. Yeah, it's interesting to me. That you know, and and we're, we're relatively jumping ahead a little we're, bit. We're relatively. That's what I was wondering if that was a little. Yeah, bit. it's a little bit of jump ahead, but we're you know we're relatively early in the season, and they had not painted Brent in any such way. But when we get to that episode, he very quickly becomes painted as a arrogant, misogynistic, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And we always talk about you know the editing and are they trying to you know, give us favor. I don't know. You know, are they trying to kind of paint the story in a certain way? And, and I, I don't know. I just, I, I thought, why did we not see this before? But all of a sudden, boom, Sunday night. And then it was, you know, he's talking, just, you know, saying horrible things to all the women and, oh, I can't be your woman's friend. And, you know, I'm, I don't know. It was just weird. And everybody, everybody wanted him out. And he was, clueless i have never seen so body somebody so clueless. so body so body i have never seen somebody on big brother be so clueless about their standing in the house ever. i think it's also very very funny that uh derek and hannah threw the hoh competition yes uh, yes just so that brent would not be safe I mean, yeah, and I, I didn't teammates. see. I didn't see it when when it happened, but um, when when they showed the uh, the replay, 
they made it very, very obvious that they had done it. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure they showed us on the night at, on the show where it happened live, but yes, it was real, real obvious from the edit to the replay. Yeah, I didn't see it the night it was live either because, but in that replay, they were like pointing down to their. Oh, yeah, they were saying, their, yeah, we did that on. But I don't think that was even shown at that. that on I don't think night. so either. Or, uh, well, they, they would have had to have shown the big, long group of everybody playing, but I, it was just. It, it was, was maybe a couple seconds, though. Maybe that's. Yeah, it that. was so quick and there was so much to look at, you just missed it. And did we yeah. ever explain how Derek X became a member of the Royal Flush? Because he's the only one from the Aces that was included in that. Why don't you explain that to us, Adam? I don't know. Uh, that's what oh. I'm asking. I have no idea. Oh, I that's what I'm either. asking you guys. Just randomly, he gets, he's like in. They're like, yeah, come on. Like, was he just I in the room? just that he was in the room. <laughs> okay. I really, <laughs> really think that. I'm looking at the Wikipedia page, and it just says, A new alliance, the Royal Flush, formed between the Kings and the Queens and Derek X, mm-hmm. with the intentions of voting Brent out that week. So I guess they all had that same uh, voiced uh, idea to get rid of him. So. I, yeah, but the I, other girl I, on on Brent's team, uh, she didn't get invited to Hannah. it. So. Well, and Whitney, because Whitney, and I was surprised because Whitney also wanted Brent out and they had posed, they had painted them as kind of being a pair the week before or the episode before. Yeah, but she, she didn't, she couldn't stand him then either. (laughs) True that. But that, but that alliance, obviously it's too big. That's not going to last. No, of course. All right. Derek, Derek X and Hannah throwing the competition the week before was one of the big issues. The other thing that they wanted to show us is that Christian and Alyssa are going to be the first showmans. They are talking in the diary room about the pre-couple cuddling. And also we learned that Hannah has a crush on Derek X. Then we go to the wild card competition, which is the loud music because the Kings are safe. They don't get to play. Anybody who has already played can't play. Uh, so Brittany plays for the Jokers, Derek X plays for the Aces, and Tiffany plays for the Queens. Now beforehand, Derek and Tiff and Claire are saying that um, Derek says he's going to throw the competition deliberately to Tiffany because they don't want Brent to win because she's the only one that actually no because they need to keep her as an option they're afraid um they're afraid that they can't get brent out if she is not an option to also go up on the block i forget why but anyway they gang up on the big point there is that they gang up on britney during that competition and it is quite noticeable yeah and and she was so upset oh gosh in the middle of the competition when she Mm -hmm. realized and that competition was called the Unlucky 13 because you have to walk over a crooked and wobbly balance beam, taking cards from your deck and putting them on your opponent's tray to add to 13. <clears throat> and you eliminate your opponents by putting 13 cards in their four card slots, or rather the cards total 13. So you have to do addition in addition to walking the balance beam. I liked this. I did too. Especially because it got to the point where they're going, oh my God, math! 
That's what Brittany says. I don't know why math, like adding up four small numbers is is so difficult. Well, but they got to the point where they had to subtract or add to it to either uh, get to the 13 or block them from getting 13 because like Derek and uh, Tiffany were doing with each other. So you, you had there was there was some more thought involved with it. Okay, Moose, what'd you think of it? I thought it was kind of funny that uh, Brittany at one point was one card away from thirteen, and that card was in her hand. All she has to do is take down one of her cards, yep. and four would have totaled thirteen. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. Well, she was standing right there. That was that was actually Derek. She was going. She was standing in front of Derek X's. Right you know set of cards and because the goal was to get your opponents to 13 right and so and it was so obvious to me yeah but she just but, did uh, not add yeah. to 13 that's, that's when she was yelled oh math yeah and she was like panicking and could not add it up right yeah so as planned tiffany does indeed win the wild card competition Brittany says she's devastated because she wanted the safety more than either of them. They don't know what it's like to be on the block. There are people coasting. She's very upset about this. She's taking being on the block two weeks in a row quite personally. And I feel bad for her. But on the other hand, you know, you did sign up to do this stuff. Right. It's a game. It is a game. So here's the wild card choice. You get safety, but a game of chance means that an ace and a joker also get picked for safety this week. And I thought that was really good. It's like, yeah, yeah. okay, fine. You could be safe, but you have to take other people on other teams with you. And yeah, I'm liking what, how they're doing this season. So far, this has been my favorite. I mean, it's a small end. So Derek is all worried. Oh my gosh. I hope she doesn't do this because if she does that, then it might mess up our plan of getting Brent out. The entire episode is focused around getting bread out. So, of course, she does not use it, and everybody's happy because, you know, she can think. And um, Brittany's still very emotional. And then we move on to all of the uh, talking and stuff. And I can I can go into as much or as little detail as, I, as you like, or one of you people can take it away with what you think of all of this stuff that's going down on people talking and dealing with these interactions you mean around brent <clears throat> around, around Brittany, brent? we have xavier and tiffany we have xavier and aza we have uh who else do we have oh oh this is um brent uh, being really upset because um he he doesn't feel like he's the pawn that's the lie that's trying to be promulgated yeah what? He had that come to Jesus talk with Xavier, and um, he at, at the end he didn't believe that Xavier was really trying to just use him as a pawn. I think he he thought he was his relationship with him had changed. So I think but he I, had the right. numbers. Yeah. yeah, he had the numbers I, to vote though. Yeah. I think we can skip the summary of the talk, but I I will just summarize really quickly to say, Aja really didn't want Brittany to go up as the pawn um, because she cried. And Aja couldn't handle the crying. And she offered, and Aja said, put me up. She offered herself up, but Xavier couldn't bring himself to do it because of the cookout. And they had promised they were not going to put each other up. And Brent thinks he has the numbers and immediately smelled that he wasn't upon, even though Xavier 
told him he was a pawn, but he's completely confident to the point where he's not even trying to campaign or do anything because he's completely confident in all of his numbers when everybody wants him out of the house and he doesn't even know. That was kind of the, I think that was the summary. I don't know if I missed anything, but. You did not. Yeah, I think that was good. So then we have the nomination ceremony and Brent is nominated first and then Brittany is nominated again. And of course she starts crying immediately. And um, she is absolutely positively pissed in the diary room. That was a direct quote. And Brent says that this was a catastrophic mistake. You've made a stupid mistake and game is on. He thinks he's going to like totally, you know, declare war on Xavier. But the one thing I did like is that we closed that show. They edited it so that there was a camera shot of Xavier talking to Brittany after that event so that we saw that he was trying to do some damage control there. I, I, I just want to ask, what did y'all think of uh, Aza uh, offering herself to go up on the block rather than Brittany? I don't know how, my, how I feel about it, but I just think that she was so concerned about Brittany's emotional well-being getting nominated two weeks in a row that she was willing to you know, take the well, spot. I, but I, I think, I think she felt, I think she felt like she had the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> that I think she's you know, very compassionate. She yes. is. And, and like um, when Tiffany and her were talking, um, they were like, I'm an emotional player. You're a strategic player, whatever. And Tiffany, that's like Tiffany couldn't agree with her about putting her up for nomination and all that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I just thought it was. It was very different than what we normally see on Big Brother. I and I. It makes me think I don't know how well she's going to do in the game because if you play too emotionally, you don't tend to do well. Yeah, I figure she's not long for the game. We know the. Go ahead. ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay, I was just going to say. Three or four people like screamed this in the um, diary room. They all said, oh, everybody lies. I don't know why. Everybody lies. No, no one's telling the truth. And, and I'm like, why are you getting upset about this? Like, I think I saw Whitney say it, Brittany say it, and somebody else said it. I'm like, you, you people know you're playing this game. Everyone lies. Yeah, who knows? <clears throat> it's like no, they, none of them know they're playing Big Brother. <laughs> it's like right. you know, I I think Aza is probably a people pleaser. No, and, she could, of know, course, probably it has a to. protagonist. Yeah, not protagonist, but procrastinator. Yeah, also. yeah. We'll <laughs> see. Well, it wasn't yeah. even necessarily purely emotion that she did that, though. Yeah. Oh I mean, yeah, absolutely. I I thought it was very touching. I thought it was quite nice and compassionate, also. And it was not even illogical because she said, you know, she's my teammate and, you know, she knows that she's in the cookout with Xavier, so they're not going to vote her out. She thinks she's got the votes to be the pawn. And she's like, well, fine, if you need a pawn, put me up. I'm the teammate. It's the same thing, basically. I really liked right. it. I thought that And was it might have been the smarter move because if you put Brittany up, it's obvious who the pawn is. I mean, it's obvious she's the pawn. Because, I mean, why do you need to get Brittany out? She's not going to win the game. I don't think she's going to be a strong player. So, But we know emotional players don't win. Yeah. 
Okay. On All right. Next Moving episode. On. Yep. Next Wednesday, we do the big recap of Brit and Brittany being on the block. Did I say Brittany? Yes, I did. Uh-huh. Anyway. <laughs> We recap Tiffany and Derek X pairing up against Brittany and everybody being angry. Um, Aza talks to Big D about how she doesn't like what's happening with Brittany, but Big D wants to ensure the cookout goes all the way. So even though he gets it and is sympathetic to Brittany, he's like, yeah, well, still. Um, This is where we have the big uncomfortable conversation between Xavier and Brent. Uh, this is also where, oh, Ozza gets Tiffany alone and says, why did you decide to gang up on Brit? And Tiffany sort of dissembles and is vague about that. The other members of the cookout alliance are worried because Ozza is too emotional. And uh, Xavier points out that we should all be, you know, tight and grilling everybody else and not each other. Ha 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 cookout joke. Uh, the Even other big D uh, mentioned that, hey, to uh, Aza, sorry, that, you know, you need to chill. Your main alliance is cookout. You need to concentrate on that alliance and leave Brittany alone. You know, so. <laughs> leave and, Brittany alone. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's simply that, you know, she was playing too emotionally and even her own alliance members, you know, had to sit down and talk to her. Well, and uh, it's obvious now, anytime Brittany does not get her way in the game or gets put up, she's going to throw a fit and cry. So, I mean, it's going to happen a lot, you know, I mean, until she's gone. So there's no, there's no point, you know, that's just how she's going to be, apparently. Yep. The other big thing from this episode is that we see the Chrysalis Alliance finally form, at least to the level of first base. Um, in the HOH bedroom, Chris and Alyssa are smooching on the bed and Xavier does walk in on them right. And they edit it so that it seems like it's right after Alyssa says, you know, we shouldn't do this. We'll get walked in on. We won't know. Yeah. Anyway. I hate, Um, I hate kissing noises. I don't like kissing noises I don't like either. them. It grosses me I don't out. Like that but smacking I don't know if they edited that in or if that really was what it sounded like, but oh my God, it's so gross sounding. I don't like it. Moose, do you make that sound when you kiss your husband? Hell no. Oh! <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, After 30 I'm years. Not, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> After 30 years, you're not even kissing anymore? <laughs> well, very seldom. Aww. But I hate mouth noises in general, so. Yeah, so do I. Shall I go get something to eat? (laughs) Please don't. (laughs) So Xavier's opinion is like, dang, use the couch, leave my bed to me. And I thought, you know, he's got a really good point there. Yeah. He is, what is the biggest thing about being HOH is, you know, that nice big bed all to yourself. But he doesn't want other people's DNA in there. That's not what I I was thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Don't leave a sample. Uh, so then we move on to the veto competition and it's going to be again just like previous the head of household the two nominees and three random people drawn by the other three xavier as head of household draws first and he guessed house guest's choice and picks christian 
And the reason he does that is because he knows that Christian is down with getting Brent out. Brent draws and he picks Big D and Brittany draws and she picks Whitney and we learn that she had wanted Aza, but Aza, but she gets Whitney. Uh, then we have, ah, this is when we have the Xavier Hannah scene where we learn that Xavier feels that Hannah is like his little sister. She reminds him very much of his actual little sister and she becomes officially a member of the cookout and says that Brent has such an ego, he thinks he's fine, he thinks he's got the votes. Was she not in the cookout to start with? See, I thought she was. Well, I did too. they showed some editing that made it iffy. And I, I when I was skimming the uh, Twitter feed, I think someone was saying that there was some iffiness on that. But yeah, she's okay. in all the way now, for sure. All right. But yeah, because there was a video clip where it was... Um, she walked in on Tiffany and Aza and I forget who else. And they all said, yeah, you know, and raised their hands and we're all cheering with each other or something. I don't remember. I think okay. I remember them showing that as a clip in one of the rehash at the beginning of the episode. But anyway, then we move on to the veto competition, which is apparently a recurring feature of the show. <clears throat> yes. And it is called Bowl Arena. And this means that everybody comes out dressed in tutus. And we can see right away that Xavier is really uncomfortable with this. Xavier was not liking the tutu action. So then they have a random draw order of competition. And basically, it's one of the spinny competitions. You spin, you run to the other end of the course, you do a thing. If you don't do the thing in the right amount of time, you got to, or, or you screw it up, you go spin some more. And basically, you know, it's a dizziness thing. It's bowling. And I was going to say it's called the room key rumble, and they had to bowl the ball to get the room number, combination of numbers, yeah. and knock down the ones that were not in there. And at the end of 15 and seconds, the there's a barrier that comes up, so you yeah. have to go back and re-spin. Yes. And the order... I always like this one just because they just fall over themselves. <laughs> well, it seems like Brent, who's in the best shape, was the worst at getting... He was absolutely terrible. Yeah. I feel bad for him because some people are very sensitive to spinning and some people are practically immune and it's just how your inner ears are. And Yeah. I have a family member who gets very, very sick on any ride that's based on spinning like that. So I sympathize oh, okay. with God. But I also felt a little sorry for um I'm sorry, for Derek um no, Big D because he got so tired so fast just trying to spin that thing that he couldn't you know, like a couple times by the time he walked up there, the board was back up because he was wasting time. Yeah, yeah. But the, the way it works is that they go in pairs with each other and who, the last person standing wins because whoever wins each individual heat moves can move on and the other one's out for sure. And I think we can just say who won. I don't think we have to. Yeah, we do not need to do that. And Christian ends up winning and everybody's everybody else except Brent is happy because uh, everybody else is in on getting Brent out. Brent, and Brent, however, Brent is busy vomiting. Yes. <laughs> yes. At that point, Brent is puking. And then that, that's when he says the line of the show, um, 
Don't we have fun here, don't we? Yeah, we have fun here, don't we? Uh, Brent says his gut says that Vito will be used on Britney because she's too happy, so he's going to campaign to keep the noms the same. Yeah, he doesn't want the veto to be used. How how clueless is this person? I mean, he I, he's not even campaigning for someone to use it on him. Like, hey, Christian, here's how I could help you. You know, you should use it on me. He's like, no, no, leave it the same. I've got the numbers. I don't see, get it. I was I was giving him every benefit of the doubt up to that point. <laughs> I was really trying hard to see his point of view, and I felt bad for the puking thing, but. That is just dumb. He is pretty stupid. Yeah, I don't know. It was funny when he was talking to Kylan about it, and Kylan's like, "Um, he wants us to do this, but we're already going to do that, but in the opposite. (laughs) Right. Yeah, uh, I think it's funny that Brent's gut is never wrong. Right. Wrong this time. Oh, he did say that several times. Yes. I feel in my gut. Yeah, the gut that he just puked up all over the back there. (laughs) Good point. Correct. So they have the veto meeting, and surprise, surprise, the veto isn't used. And Brent gets a nice smile on his face because he's won. Because he thinks his plan is working. His plan is taking shape. Yes. And then we slide right into episode 10 on Thursday night uh, with Julie, because this is the live eviction night. Who was... Uh, this was an interesting outfit for Julie. Uh, I liked it. It was a nice updated pantsuit, basically. Um, she had an off the shoulder kind of uh, blouse going on in a blue, uh, with matching blue skin tight pants, um, high heels, a chunky bracelet, uh, and also a chunky mineral kind of necklace hanging down. Not that tooth thing that from before she was still wearing the cross but it was a nice outfit it looked really good uh faye sent me a message and uh, mm-hmm. about julie's outfit i just thought i'd share sure. julie's thursday outfit was spectacular love the color and he spells that with a u by the way the sleek look the drop shoulder and the ruching on the sleeves the pants too probably the best outfit of the season and was that some sort of energy crystal around her neck? <laughs> <laughs> there was a pet rock. Yeah. I didn't really care for the off the shoulder thing, but. Nor know, did I. I, I liked I, I it. Just, it. It looked lopsided or something. I didn't look, I didn't like it. I liked it. Okay. Well, it's better than the boob workout shirt that. Uh, it was better than <laughs> the, the, the Mexican tablecloth. <laughs> True that. It was very sleek. I thought it was very nice. She wore leggings and it did, you know, I, I think it's nice that she got a chance to actually show off that she stays fit. Oh, in Mark. A, in a way that, that more than she usually does. Mark in the chat room says uh, it's a get your vaccine blouse. <laughs> ah. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Mark in the That's... chat room gets five stars. Yeah, well, Mittens in the chat room. The chat. I'm sorry. I totally forgot about the chat room. Me too. So, Is he the only one in there? Well, there's no way to know in Discord, but uh, he's okay. he he. So we we have lots of little clips of various various uh, actions in the house. Brent 
try on day 15 tries to make a mafia alliance with i forget how many people because nobody's everybody's saying yeah sure this sounds great but they're thinking yeah that's not lasting um the other big thing is that there's talk about um whether xavier really is the bartender model he says he is oh yeah and oh yeah big d really really had really caught on that he's a he's an attorney i don't know i don't know how you sp just spot an attorney i mean there are many other professions oh, you could be and be smart but because he's very take charge in the team meetings and he's very good at, at diffusing things yeah he He's definitely management of some kind. I mean, it's not I like mean, he says, I rest my case, with you know, after each discussion or something. But that, I, I mean, Z Xavier's definitely more than just a bartender. I think everybody's picked up on that because of the way he deals with people and the way he carries himself and so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, we have a nice... Uh, clip of Whitney talking to Brent out in the yard. Anybody want to? Uh, anybody want to do anything about that? Whitney tries to give Brent advice about how he's perceived by other people, oh, yeah. but Brent's not having any. That's the big. My game is perfect. You know, my strategy is great. Speech. Oh, that's well, right. Basically, it that. said uh, she basically said, "Hey, Brent, be careful the way you say things." Is what it really boiled down to, and he. It went completely over his head. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't get it at all. No. He also just said, oh, it's an East Coast thing. It's the way I am, you know. Yeah. Take it or leave it, sort of thing. And don't worry. I've got a gut feeling that I have the numbers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we have the vote, and gee, guess what number he has? Zero. Eleven against him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That would be correct. And you know, the, the funny thing is, I don't know. He didn't even have a surprise. I wanted to see like a shocked look on, on his face. Just like, you know, jaw dropping. I wanted anger, you know, no hugs. I no wanted nothing. to see that too. Cause they, they and, were like building it up. Like he was going to be totally shocked. And he was like completely like, okay. You know, like, yeah. like he expected it and he hugged everybody and he was, I'm great. I mean, all friendly and nice and everything. We, we also hate it when people are really mean, like a, what's his name who had the serial killer face. Um, so, uh, yeah, I just saw an article about him the other day and they had a, the photo of him with those serial killer eyes. I can't remember what his name was, but was this a watermelon guy from a couple of seasons ago? I don't remember watermelon. Oh, the guy who all he would eat is watermelon. Yeah, right. I remember him. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Son, There's that poor Southern boy with the horrible father. Yes. The, I don't know. The guy oh, who was know. just, he dated the Ariana Grande looking girl and he looked angry all the time. Like he wanted to kill the whole house and. Yes, yes. I can't remember. Anyway, mm. so there was no Cody is what Mittens is saying in the chat room. So, oh, yeah, uh, Cody. That, yeah, it was him. Uh, yeah, there was no reaction. It was all smiles, hugging everybody. It's just a game. We're all friends. And he goes out and gets interviewed by Julie, and he's still clueless. I mean, when Julie's in her, she's trying to pull it out of him, like, didn't you, did you? Did you not? Why did you not want the veto used? Like, why did you not see anything? Oh, well, you know, the game is what it is. I had a I had a strategy. It just didn't. I don't know. He just. Yeah. I'm a strong personality and physical threat. Those perceptions don't go away. 
you know, some of the stuff that he says doesn't make any sense to what he's either yeah, been asked or what the conversation is about. It was kind of like when I was listening to what he was telling to Julie, it was basically bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. You know, it, it didn't make any sense. No, I agree. By the way, um, and I should have mentioned this when we were talking about Julie's uh, outfit. Did you notice that her Twitter handle has changed? I thought to, so. What did it used J- to be? It's now JC Moonvez. Oh, what was it before? Julie Moon? At Julie Chen. Uh, oh, okay. I feel like that moment has passed. I feel like her statement, I mean, I, no need to make that statement anymore. I mean, who's the reason she changed it is because she wanted to show support for her husband, but that story's been long out of the media. I feel like she's bringing it back to the forefront by making a big deal out of it. But I don't know. I just noticed that and I went, oh, that's different. Okay. But good for her right. for supporting her husband. <clears throat> Anybody have any thoughts on the pre-taped goodbyes from Brent's teammates? Well, there was no, I'll just say they were all like, you know, too bad, so sad. We got you. Ha ha ha. Goodbye. Here's the exit door. (laughs) There was no emotion for him. (laughs) No one said, we'll miss you. Nope. Right. I liked the little airline themes that a couple of them, Tiffany and uh, I think one other, like, you know, pointing out the exits and that stuff was like Hannah, that, or, or, whoever it was. I think it was Hannah said that. I think they both did something. Yeah. yeah. There were a couple. I don't remember who it was. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Yeah. So we do that. And then, of course, we have the HOH competition, which oh. is Oh, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. That comes later. Go ahead. Ah, which is called Peer Pressure and is going to be played in teams, as teams. But it's peer spelled P-I-E-R. And, of course, so there's a water theme. And the theme is that you complete a surfboard puzzle. But it's a timed thing, and each person goes down, has 25 seconds to work, and then buzz out to let the next person in. If you don't buzz out within the allotted time, that's that's a disqualifying thing. And you place a piece, hit a button, the next person goes, repeat on and on. And the winner of HOH is the person on the team is the person on the team who places the final puzzle piece of their surfboard first. And hits the buzzer. And then hits the buzzer, yes. Right. And I sat there thinking, did we or did we not see this on Survivor? Are they saving props? That would be very sensible if they were. But we don't know. And it goes on and on and on and on. And eventually Christian becomes HOH. You know, I'm just shocked by some of the people will pick up a piece that obviously doesn't go. And you're like, what? How does that piece go there? What are you doing? And then, and Mark said, as he always does in these types of competitions, why are they not laying it on the floor first, putting it Um, together? Sarah Beth tried to lay a couple pieces out, but her time was running out. So she just left them and ran. Yeah. So anyway, it just, it just amazes me how wrong some of them were. I mean, they would put something to be jutting out the wrong direction. They'd be trying to force it on there. It's like the L piece seems yeah. to give them a lot of trouble. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. 
That was my only comment. Yeah. And so Christian became HOH and Julie gave us the whole lineup of the final wild card competition is going to be on the next episode on Sunday, which we will review. And then Wednesday, as in two days from now, I can't remember what's happening, but Thursday this week is going to be the first endurance competition. Yes. That was pointed out, you know, as a feature. And then she said to be safe and be good to one another. Oh, is that what she said? Because I, yeah, I clicked on go to the next episode before I got to see that part. How do you skip that? You know, that's words just of totally wisdom forgot. for life. You know? Well, you know, you need to re-examine your life. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dad. You need okay. to be the good. Be the good. Be the good. Yeah, exactly. Be the good. Well, right, let's be the good if, and move on. If, we need if to. you right. miss it, if you miss it, just send a Twitter message to at JC Moonves. Okay. There you go. And ask her to repeat it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we are now on to yesterday's episode, season 23, episode 11. We have a brief recap of how uh, Christian is the HOH, so he and his entire Kings team is safe. It is day 23 in the house. Someone's got some music going. Sorry. Uh, um, I was just going to say that I think this episode um, had some of the most exciting things happening in it so far this season. Okay. Nobody right. Right. Like, okay. like what? Well, I don't want to say it because I want to wait until she. she oh, oh okay. Well, I did yeah. like the sports bra with the buckle. Now, now, Moose, would you wear that to the gym? (laughs) No, definitely not. I need a bigger buckle to hold in these these moves. (laughs) I would not wear that to the gym, not because it's revealing, but because that damn buckle would probably rub. (laughs) You know, I have a feeling Faye would wear that to the gym. Oh, he would. Yeah. Yeah. But the, uh, what was the whole thing about with um, Alyssa? And because she was like, okay, I'll be very honest. I'll be very honest. And there was like a big deal for her to say, no, I will not wear that to the gym. Because she's Oh, Alyssa. because they kept pushing her. Whitney said, say yes, say yes. And everybody else said, say no, say no. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, it wasn't that exciting. Anyway. But nobody said they would wear it to the gym. <laughs> except yeah. Whitney. Except Whitney. <laughs> except Whitney. And quite um, frankly, I don't know how Whitney fit in that thing. It is tight. Tight, <laughs> very tight. <laughs> uh, so we we open with a little bit of chit chat. The Kings are talking about who to nominate, and they're thinking Hannah and Whitney are the two logical choices. And of course, after we heard that Xavier thinks of Whit- Hannah as his little sister in the house, he's not too keen on that, but he's got to keep quiet. There's some chit chat about how Derek X is so different from his mom and dad. And then we get to the wild card competition. Let me just say something about the Derek X thing with the, talking about his parents. When he first started that conversation with them, I thought, oh, Derek's going to come out because he, he was making it sound like they were so different in terms of gay and straight. Yeah. But that never came out. No, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's any. I don't think there's anybody in there that doesn't already know. 
Um, no, I know that, but I was thinking because his he's saying his parents are from China and they don't understand a lot of things in America. Oh, Derek. Oh, I'm sorry, Derek X. Yeah, yeah Derek X. I was thinking Derek F. Never no, 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 Derek no, X. I'm big. sorry. So he was making it sound like you know maybe yes. he's gay and they don't understand that whole you know thing. I I just wanted to point out, and I don't know if it was in this conversation, but I thought, man, the kings, especially um, the the one who says she's a voice actor, but she's really a Sarah Beth. Sarah Beth, really smart though, because saying, "Oh, we think we should target Hannah first, uh, and then Whitney," because everybody wants Whitney out. So if we get Hannah. That means that leaves Whitney for the next week. I think that's really smart. But then Kylan, Tiffany, and Xavier are all there because they're all part of um, Royal Flush. And they're also in cookout and they don't want. So they're trying to steer the conversation the other way. Well, you know, uh, we really think you need to get Brittany, you know, blah, 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 blah. But man, there was some smart things said on the King's side, especially by Sarah Beth about, you know. And and she was upset. She's like... Why aren't these people listening yeah. to this? Why are, they're, they're, the people on this team are, are against what I'm saying and they don't even understand it. You know. Well, Royal Flush can't last very long because it's so big and because it can't last and the cookouts last all at the together. same time together. Like it won't work. So I would be surprised if that, that I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if that breaks up next week or with I was going to say, because episodes. isn't it next week we're, we're done with the teams. Yeah. We're done with the Jokers, Aces, Kings and Queens. Yeah. Anyway, that was my, we can move on. That was my, my comment. All right. So then we moved to the wild card competition and it's made a lot easier because on the three person teams, there's only one person who has not yet played. So Claire is the only eligible player for the Queens team. Whitney is the only one for the Aces. And then the Jokers can pick between Big D or Aza, and they pick Aza. A good choice. Yeah. And then the game, well, who knows? Because the game is called Olive Shook Up. And we are continuing with the beach slash cocktail theme. And it's a ball rolling maze kind of competition. It's in that family. And in this case, you have a big um, wooden olive. It looks like a croquet or maybe bocce ball painted to look like green olive. And you have a big wooden tilty tray maze, which is a long zigzaggy martini glass and there are no edges and you have to very carefully do your tilting and turning to maneuver the olive all the way up from the bottom, all the way up the zigzaggy stem and into the toothpick shaped trough at the top of the cup. Another very Survivor-esque game. Although we've, for sure we've never seen a martini glass on Survivor, but uh, or at least I don't think, but at least it's very similar to some of the games they have. Yeah, they've had that tilting uh, thing, but I didn't understand the part where like the lights were going off and the and it was like lightning and stuff. It's like what I didn't understand. They that. couldn't pay the, the since the, the bar had been bar. closed. Oh, I thought that was they hadn't stupid. been able to pay the power bill. Gotcha. Right, so you had to do that, and then every so often they flash the lights and it goes dark and. 
your ball falls off. The big off. thing about that was that Aza took a different approach from everyone else. <laughs> she, she didn't move it. <laughs> she, that was funny. It was. And eventually, um, you know, they all have a lot of stop and start, stop and start, stop and start. But eventually, Claire wins. Now, this is the part that I think is extremely exciting. Oh, yes. yes. I loved this part, too. So then, remember how it's been, you know, it's either safety for you, for you for two weeks or for your team for one week, something like that. Yeah. This time, it is again. Safety for you and your whole team for the whole week, or safety for just you until jury. You're guaranteed to be the first, at least the first jury member. That is amazing because isn't that like four weeks or something like that? It's it's at least two or three. They mentioned they mentioned two or three on they weren't sure either, but but when they were talking about it, they were saying, "Oh, that's at least two or three weeks." So. Well, everyone was so excited. Yeah. For oh, yeah. And of course, they broke for commercial right then. And of course, they made it look like, you know, she was seriously thinking it over and she made it look like she was seriously thinking over. But what do we think that she did, of course? She took it. Of course. <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't even... Come on, even I, who have seen, like, what, three real seasons of this show, know that you don't do... You would take that, of course. I wasn't sure. because her teammates were very happy for her. Right, they they were upset. Yeah, they would have been... Yeah, come on, Tiffany came right out and told the diary room that she'd have been mad if if the girl, you know... Hadn't have taken it. Yeah, Yeah. and I would have, too. Come on, if you get something like that, of course you take it, because only one person wins this game in the end. Right. Is someone's cell phone really close to their setup? I know. I was thinking the same thing. We're getting some feedback from some from a cell phone. I think Big Fatty's phone is sitting right next to his microphone. Yeah. I think it stopped. Yep. (laughs) Sorry. All right. Keep going. All right. So then Hannah and Christian are talking. And she makes this big thing about how she's, you know, bargaining to try not to be on the block, blah, blah, blah. And she goes and talks and talks and talks. But and I will say that I think she came off as an extremely uh, well thought out uh, response to him. Like she, she, when she walked out the door, he was like, whoa, she is so smart. You yeah, know. she made a, she made good points, and she really was convincing when she said, "Hey, you know, I'm likely to win, right. and uh, and I can promise you that you know I'm not going to put you up." And she said, "So I would be a good ally to have." And can can you say the same for the other two that you're thinking about putting up? And uh, I thought it was a convincing argument, but and, I did too. Very very intelligent, very thought out. You know she. She was right on it. And he wasn't sure after that. He wasn't sure after that. He real he said, you know, she said some really convincing stuff. So but <laughs> but but guess who the nominations were? Whitney, as everybody pretty much had talked about, but yes, indeed, Hannah was nominated theoretically as the pawn. But come on, Sarah Beth is right. 
Yeah, it's right. it's going to be interesting because I don't know which way they're going to go. Um, Christian was saying, you know, he uh, they ended the episode kind of by him saying he's not sure who the target's going to be. I mean, he knows who's up there, but one some of them want it to be Whitney. Some of them want it to be Hannah. He's, you know, he's stressed about it. He's not really sure. So I, I don't well, know which way it's going to go. When you when you think about how the people were talking in the house, nobody said anything like I, I'll you know I, I want Whitney out or I want Hannah out. It was more generic. It's like we don't know. Yeah, I mean, if you're Whitney, you need to be saying to everyone, "Oh, Hannah's a really strong player. Look, I haven't really won anything. Um, I don't know that Hannah's won anything either, but she comes across like she would be a stronger player than Whitney." Hannah got more airtime on this episode than she's had all season. I would agree with you. Yeah, I was going to say Whitney uh, when she was doing the spinning competition, she was really upset with herself because she said, "I really wanted to, to, you know, come out strong and show people that I can I can compete." Well, she hasn't won anything, so yeah. So we'll she see. We'll see who they pick. The martini. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, she was terrible. But it's, okay. you know, it's interesting. Uh, Derek X is playing an interesting game because he's aligned himself. I mean, on the one hand, he seems really smart because he's really like manipulating things and throwing competitions to make certain things happen. And he's he was able to weasel his way into the I don't know how he did it. Maybe he was just in the room into the Royal Flush. But I'm wondering because it all it's it's ending up being someone from his team now two weeks in a row that's going to go home and Royal Flush is going to have to disband sooner rather than later. So I wonder where that ends up with him. And then people are going to know that he's been a very strong strategic player because everyone's kind of been working with him. So I wonder where that puts him next week Um, because he's not going to have. Another of his team members is going to be gone. Royal Flush is probably going to be flushed. <laughs> and, you know, then he doesn't really have an alliance at that point. Well, and I think with the teams breaking up, I think you're going to see more smaller alliances formed and from different members of the different teams. Now, I also was thinking, too, that this is the first week that we have two women on the uh, nomination block because um, it's been all guys who have left so far. So the first woman will be going home this week. True. Yeah. Depending unless, on veto. Depending on veto. Unless. Okay, well, that's in the teaser. That's in the spoiler part. <laughs> so anything else on that episode? Not that I can think of. That well, we have, to, we have to warn the chat room. We're going to have spoilers now. So if anyone wants to stop listening to the stream, now would be your chance. (laughs) (laughs) So who's doing it? Big Fatty, you do it because I've done it for like three weeks. Okay, well, the power of veto uh, was, I don't know what it was, uh, but, uh, but Christian won the power of veto. And it hasn't. I haven't seen it on on the uh, feeds as to who, if it was used or not. I'm gonna guess that it was not. On my Big Brother gossip um, Twitter feed, 
Uh, three hours ago, it was announced that Monday afternoon, the power of veto ceremony took place and it was not, I mean, yeah, yeah he did not use the power of veto. Okay. Uh, the, the only other thing that I've been seeing this evening is that they're having some sort of uh, trial, you know, a mock trial kind of thing where there's been a you know somebody killed the moth or somebody stole somebody's hat and they're calling witnesses and somebody is being the judge and you know it's just something for them to not go crazy about well um, they can lead right into outing xavier's profession uh that way Uh i thought that was interesting too speaking of leading into things So far, we don't have any declared final twos that are still up and running, right? I think you're right, because a lot of those went out when Frenchie left. Well, Christian Christian and his girlfriend probably have a final two at this point. We are assuming that that is an assumption. It hasn't been declared that they are up to. I mean, Alyssa's been saying things all in the diary room that makes it sound that way. Well, didn't they name it? I mean, didn't they name they call an alliance? Chrysalis. So, yeah, yeah, Chrysalis or whatever. So that's so. an F2, but that's the only one right now, isn't it? I think yeah. so. But like, like you said, though, it's not really declared. No. We're just assuming it. No, I think, I do think, though, if they don't win next week, do we still have teams in the as of the HOH next week or no? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either, because um, in the Wikipedia article, it doesn't show anything past the fourth week for the teams. So, so something's going to happen next week. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like uh, it, it, there's a good chance that Christian, that those two could be targets next week, depending on who wins HOH. Because oh, he can't participate. Yeah, he can't participate. And I think lots of people know that there are a couple Royal Flush is going to have to break up and it could be time for someone to make a, another big move. So um, especially if one of the cookout members, well, I don't know, because Xavier is on the same team as Christian. And even though the teams are breaking up, I don't know how much loyalty will remain there. But I feel like that's going to happen soon because they a lot of people know that they're a couple and it's been mentioned already. But I think I think Derek X might be a uh, one that might get put up on the block, though, unfortunately, soon, though, because he's just been playing so well. Um, Just a note that I found here on the Wikipedia page. We were questioning earlier about how many weeks Claire has of freedom. She has two weeks. So by week six, she um, is back to a normal person. And that's the first uh, jury house person. Because that's halfway through the season. So it's less than, yeah, cool. All right. Anything else? Um, One other thing that I saw on the Twitter feed is evidently Sarah Beth has hurt her leg somehow. I don't know how. I didn't see that one. I wonder if she'll be injured the rest of the, uh, the rest of the game. Like she's this year's Christmas. Yeah. Christmas. Yeah. With crutches and not being able to play any of the competitions. There's one note on the uh, Big Brother gossip thing that says, sounds like Whitney may go out with a whimper. Mm. I don't know. I guess they're commenting on the chatter in the house. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. You know, I I was thinking about it. And um, if the cookout 
all voted. It seemed to me that based on the numbers in the House, there are 13 in the House right now, and three of them can't vote. There are five cookout members that are going to be eligible to vote. That leaves five other non-cookout members to vote. So it could end up a tie if all the cookout voted for Whitney and everyone else voted for Hannah. Hannah. And um, if that's the case, don't you think Christian would take out Hannah? It's hard to say based on their conversation. He seemed to, he seemed to think uh, she might be good good for her word and might be you know her argument seemed to persuade him a little bit and i think if uh if he did it he could actually go to her and say hey i was the one who saved you i was the deciding vote and really convince her to keep him safe so i don't know i mean i don't know i i think he might depending on that the rest of the house and how he feels but if he really believed her he might keep her i i think chris i mean whitney is leaving bye-bye well, I will tell you this again, another reference to my Wikipedia article. The votes have been 11 to get rid of everybody. It was 11 to 13, uh, 11 out of 13 to get rid of Travis, 11 out of 12 to get rid of Frenchie, 11 out of 11 to get rid of Brent. So now this is to be the first time there's going to be 10 votes, not 11. So yeah, it could be the tie thing. I don't know. Oh, oh look at that. Math isn't hard on this show. <laughs> no. All right. Uh, well, thank you so much, Sam, for uh, leading us through this week. You did a great job. We got through four episodes in an hour. Well, and you know, notice- I think this. I, th- I think this goes to show that it's the Faye driver that 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 bogs us down. <laughs> See, I was going to say, look how efficient Sam went through that stuff, and she did such he, a great job and, without and he, having Faye there. Well, and we're he. He pretends, he pretends like he's, all right, let's move this along. And uh, Well, you see, yeah. Well, where can you be reached, Sam? I am Sam and the H on Twitter. All right. Um, and uh, Archer, thank you so much for joining us. Sounds like you just, I, I wasn't sure if you got back, just got back from a trip or something. but uh, I did. Uh, like at 3.30 this afternoon, uh, I got back. And where I was did like, you go? We went to um, Charlottesville, Virginia, and we bought all that wine that's on the floor back there. <laughs> Five oh. cases of wine. Well, good wine. thing you've got oh, so much room in your wine wall back there. Wine, can, wine rack, yeah. Where can you be reached? Uh, Archer.com, A-R-C-H-E-R-R.com. And uh, Moose, we would never do a show without your fashion updates. Where can you be reached? <laughs> I suppose Moose P on Twitter, but don't expect much. Notice the detail that Moose gave us this week. He had everything down. The necklace, the colors, and everything. He did. Thank you. Uh, and well, He's uh, a fashionista. And he Fatty. He, he's the Tim Gunn of, but first. As I sit here in a plane, hangs on the fruit. <laughs> and uh, well, Fatty, where can you be reached? Um, I, I don't know. All right. You can find, Thank you for you asking. You can find me at medicare.gov. You're still there? <laughs> All right. Well, we can be reached at, where can we re- be reached? Butfirstpodcast.com. I can be reached at geekygay.com. And you can find many more LGBT and LGBTQ plus friendly podcasts at pride48.com. And from outside the Big Brother house, I'm Adam Burns Moonvez. Let's listen in on the house guests. Good night, everyone.
This show is a proud member of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com.